This is Roberta Foster. Welcome to today's edition of the Author's Corner, brought to you by KNEO 91.7 FM, The Word. Today, I welcome Brent Patrick McDougall to Author's Corner, and he has written the book, Prayer Power, 40 Days of Learning to Pray Like George Mueller, which is published by Whitaker House, and he'll tell you more about how to find the book at the end of the program. Just a little bit about our author, Dr. Brent Patrick McDougall is the senior pastor of the First Baptist Church of Knoxville, Tennessee, and each Sunday he speaks to about 3,000 people through in-person, television, and online worship. Brent is the author of The River of the Soul and Faith, Hope, and Politics, as well as prayer power that we're going to be discussing today. He has also written numerous guest blog posts and articles, including America's Spiritual Pandemic for Christianity Today. He's a native of Alabama and has a heart for bringing people together, cultivating atmospheres of prayer and encouraging devotion among church members, as well as through the community at large. And Brent, thank you so very much for being with us today. Thank you, Roberta. So glad to be with you as well, and it's an honor to be on your program. Well, first of all, for those that have not heard the name or are familiar, um, tell us about George Mueller a little bit, just to give us a background on why you're fashioning a book about his prayer life. George Mueller was a pastor in the 19th century. He was a minister in Bristol, England, and he's well known for the way that he started orphanages. He helped children to get off the street, and over the course of his ministry career, he cared for over 10,000 children, providing food and shelter and education and, of course, spiritual nourishment as well. But what many people don't know is that George Mueller was a great man of prayer, and George Mueller prayed about all things. In fact, he never asked for a dime or for any uh, donations. Instead, he just prayed about what he needed. And he saw God show up again and again. Mm -hmm. And over the course of his life, Mueller said that he saw 50,000 answers to prayer. Mm. So many stories of miracles that Mm -hmm. happened simply through the power of prayer. So, Roberta, I was learning about his life, and I've been telling George Mueller stories for years. But I thought one day, I want to have that kind of power in prayer myself. And And I wondered, what was it about his life that he was able to be such a conduit for the blessings of God? So I began to study his life, especially through his uh, autobiography. And what I learned was that he had a way of living that ultimately positioned himself to experience more power in prayer. And when I began Mm -hmm. to put those kind of things into practice, Roberta, it was amazing. I began to see so many things happen and things that I prayed about for years started to move. I began to have much more peace in my own life, and uh, I was transformed. So I wrote this book because I want other people to be transformed as well. Did COVID play a part in getting this book published? COVID played a part in the way that I felt like God was calling me to more intentional prayer and really the study of prayer in the Scripture. It gave me some space just because of the the different schedule and Uh everyone being in quarantine. And so every day I would start my day on the front porch and just reading the scripture and learning more. And I began to study about his life, George Mueller, that is. And uh, it what happened was uh, through the, the COVID experience, I found my faith strengthened. And then uh, about a year later, I wrote a series of blog posts about mm. that experience. And it resonated with so many people 
uh, ultimately, that's why I decided to, to put it into a book. And I feel really blessed that people are talking about it and, uh, and wanting to learn more about prayer for themselves. Yeah, yeah. So the book is actually divided into six sections. And so can you describe to us uh, the, the importance of those six sections? Sure. Very briefly, uh, there were six principles that George Mueller put into practice in order to experience a greater power in prayer. Now, these principles are biblical principles. This is not human wisdom. He was just applying what he read in the Bible, and Mueller, over the course of his life, read the Bible over 200 times. Four Mm -hmm. times a year, he would read through the Bible, especially toward the end of his life. So these six principles that he put into practice very briefly are these. One is a complete dependence on God. We can't expect to tap into the resources of God unless we've really surrendered everything and cognizant of how everything comes from God, everything flows back to God, a complete dependence in all circumstances. The second one is to abide in God. We read this from John chapter 15, where Jesus said, if you abide in me and uh, I abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. And that abiding is something that needs to happen not only day by day, but really hour by hour recognizing the presence of God and prayerfully uh, moving through the tasks of the day, that's what it means to abide. Mm. Now, the third principle is to forsake sin. This was really important, Roberta, in my own uh, spiritual journey, because I realized that there were things in my life that were actually blocking the way that I was praying, Mm. uh, habits that needed to be addressed. Uh, There were thought processes that were sinful that I really needed to deal with, And when I began to uh, turn away from those and really be proactive about dealing with sin in my life, um, I realized that that was removing obstacles to Mm. connecting with the living God. Mm -hmm. The fourth one is to um, exercise faith, meaning uh, you move forward when you believe that God is leading you and you look for the way that God is answering prayer little by little. And so you're not just standing saying, Lord, do something, do something. I'm going to wait here until you do something. Uh-huh. No, you're moving by faith. You know, you're stepping out. You're trusting the Lord to, to guide you. The fifth one is to uh, learn to pray in the will of God. Just as Jesus taught us uh, to pray, uh, your will be done uh, on earth as it is in heaven. There's a way to know God's will. And Mueller lays out some very practical steps to know how to pray in God's will. And then, Roberta, the last one, number six, is to pray with perseverance. Isn't it true that that Christians uh, quit praying too soon? We don't wait for the answer. We don't persevere in prayer. But Jesus said, keep asking, keep knocking, keep seeking, and look for the ways that God is is moving. Um, And as we persevere in prayer, uh, we can see those long prayers really Mm. reap big-time spiritual dividends. Well, thank you so much for summarizing that for us. And we'll continue to talk with Brent McDougall regarding his book, Prayer Power, 40 Days of Learning to Pray Like George Mueller. And it's published by Whitaker House. You're listening to Author's Corner, and I'm Roberta Foster. So you covered these six topics, but tell us about how you actually structured each chapter, because you've got 40 days of prayer and there's 40 chapters. That's right, yes. Yeah. So it's, it's written as a 40-day journey. There are um, 40 brief chapters that lead people through a time of devotion and really thinking about some scriptures. 
But Roberta, I never want to replace, you know, I don't want this devotion to be in place of reading scripture mm-hmm. and in, in actual prayer. And so uh, I really challenge people in the book to have a regular pattern of um, having a place to pray, uh, a regular pattern of scripture reading. And this is a supplement to help people to learn how to pray. So um, with each chapter, there is a, a little, typically a story or some little vignette about something that's happened in my life or another um, anecdote. And then uh, there is uh, the unpacking of Scripture that's connected to that story, uh, a, an episode from George Mueller's life or a principle that he taught. And then it kind of brings it all together with um, what I call prayer principles. And so each chapter has a takeaway, just something that's short, memorable, mm. that you can apply to your life uh, that day. So a 40-day journey, it's a great opportunity for churches that want to learn how to pray together, to, to do this together, uh, or to do it as, as an individual, and um, to, to commit to 40 days and to see what God can do. As you were studying George Mueller's prayers, uh, tell us about some of the um, misconceptions that congregants in a church or people that you know, um, the misconceptions about prayer. One big misconception is that people sometimes think that prayer is um, the opposite of action. You know, well, there's some people that do, mm. and there's some people that pray. Yeah. But I believe that's a false dichotomy, mm-hmm. because you know, the Bible teaches that, you know, we pray so that we can know the will of God, and that helps us to be able to, to, to act rightly. So if we are acting on our own, we're mostly likely going to be operating out of worldly principles. Uh, We're not going to be knowing the heart of God, the mind of God. So faith and action are very closely connected. You know, James, the brother of Jesus, said that both faith and deeds are important because deeds show the impact of of a life of faith. So that's one big misconception. Another big misconception is that um, praying with power, seeing answers to prayer, is only for the super saints. Mm. You know, the the super religious, the the pastors or other people within the church. But no, Mueller says that these promises of Scripture are for everybody. Yes, Um, They are for every practicing believer if we would only but believe them. Mueller says that we stagger at the promises. They are so great as to what can be accomplished through prayer that we just don't even think that they can be true for ourselves. But they are for us. God is for us and has given us this wonderful gift of prayer. Mm. So those are just a couple of misconceptions that we've got to work through. Amen. Well, um, one of the one of the six topics that you talked about that um, the first one that you started with is complete dependence. And how does a person work to get to that place? I mean, I if you ask people, they probably say, "Yeah, I depend on God," but there's a apparently a deeper dependence that you must be talking about in the book. There is. You know, isn't it true, uh, Roberta, that we we often you know, draw closer to God by recognizing different areas of our lives that are not given over to God? You know, we might think that we're being faithful, and we are. We might think that we're growing, and we are. But then we realize, uh-oh, you know, we, we bump into a problem or a life circumstance that feels overwhelming, and unfortunately we don't respond in a godly way, or we don't 
uh, trust God as the first impulse in mm-hmm. that situation. And so in those moments, we have to repent and say, Lord, I can see how I, I thought I'd given this over to you, but I really hadn't. And um, Lord, would you help me to, to know what it is to, to completely depend upon you? Mm-hmm. And repentance and humility are the heart of the spiritual life. Mm-hmm. It's the only way to approach the God of the universe uh, who knows us intimately. It's only through that humility day by day. And so one thing that I think um, we can do to cultivate a deeper and uh, more complete dependence on the Lord is, of course, to try to spend more time uh, in the presence of God each day. Now, for Mm -hmm. some people, that's in the morning. For some people, it's in the evening or another time during the day. But I would say to cultivate longer and longer periods in the presence of God really can recalibrate our lives Mm -hmm. and help us to to hear from the Holy Spirit, here are some areas that really need adjustment. Mm. Here's a place where you're not trusting me. So we've got to have that time getting to know uh, our Heavenly Father, or we we will probably be just depending more on our own strength. The thoughts going through my mind right now, well, I don't have time to give uh, to that much prayer, kind of indicates the fact that we're trying to do it in our own strength anyway, doesn't it? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. If you if you say you don't have the time or, you know, another excuse that you might give, um, it's really just a way of saying I'm making a choice. You know, every one of us has the same amount of minutes. In the right. day, and God gives us all the time that we need to do God's will. Uh, God gives us all the time we need to, to fulfill God's purpose. So mm. part of that purpose we need to see as not so much a doing of things day by day, but simply a being in God's mm-hmm. presence. Mm-hmm. We've got to recognize there's value in that. And a lot of times people think, well, I don't have time because that's not important to me. It's not as valuable as mm-hmm. other uh, types of activities. But when we can begin to see the value of spending time with our Heavenly Father and the difference it's going to make in our lives, I can I can tell you, Roberta, from my own life, you mm-hmm. know, once I tasted and saw that the Lord is good, mm-hmm. once I realized His, His grace is infinite and His love immeasurable, I just began to want more and more. So for those that maybe, uh, you know, feel like, well, I don't have time to do that, we'll just start with a little bit more, Mm -hmm. a little more prayer, a little more study, increase from, you know, a few minutes to five, from five minutes to ten, and uh, let God cultivate a a taste. Um, And, you know, the Bible also says that the Holy Spirit can help us with this. Mm -hmm. So we can say, Lord, I've not spent time with you like I need to, but Holy Spirit, will you help me? to want to spend more time. Mm. Will you help me to have a a hunger for the presence of God? And Roberta, the Holy Spirit is faithful Mm. and will help us. Well, today I have been talking with Brent Patrick McDougall, who he wrote Prayer Power, 40 Days of Learning to Pray Like George Mueller. And so, Brent, how can people find out more about this book and others that you've written? It's easy to find on Amazon. If you go to Amazon and then search uh, Prayer Power Brent McDougall, you'll see the, the, the book pop up there. Um, that's a way to find it. You can also go to uh, Whitaker House and you can look at the, the different books, the author space. They have so many great resources on prayer. And, um, and I know that, that people would be blessed to connect mm. with the, the many resources that Whitaker House has and not just, not just the book that, that I've written. 
So that's a way to find it. I will say also, Roberta, I love to hear from people. Mm. If they are going through the book, you can find uh, me on social media, Facebook, Brent McDougall, Brent Patrick McDougall, and uh, just love to hear from people as to how um, I can pray for them and also how they're Mm. growing in faith. Sounds great. So one more time, the book is Prayer Power, 40 Days of Learning to Pray Like George Mueller, written by Brent Patrick McDougall. And we certainly thank Whitaker House for giving us a copy to talk about. And uh, Pastor Brent, it's been a real privilege talking with you. Thank you for this uh, information and inspiration. Thank you so much. This has been so much fun talking to you. And appreciate the opportunity to share about prayer. Amen. Well, so to our listeners, thank you for tuning in. This is Roberta Foster on the Author's Corner. Join us again next time. 